to really go next level, I have a brand new movie coming out on Lifetime this Friday, which I'm really excited about. I think y'all are gonna really like it. I get to combine so many things that I love. I'm dancing and acting. There's a little romance and of course, Christmas time. So here's a little sneak peek at stepping into the holiday. You know, maybe this all happened for a reason. When my mom retired, I took over the studio. Best decision of my life. And now we're creating our own Christmas show. Should I add you to the lineup? <laughs> That's not me anymore. At your core, you're this guy, not that guy. And if that means you are falling for a woman who doesn't have a publicist, then fall. Oh! Little tease right there. I get fired from my job. I go back home because my mom's been asking me. And I reconnect with the family and through my nephew and this uh, young lady named Ray, played by Jana Kramer, I sort of uh, end up kind of finding love in the Christmas spirit again. You know how this movie goes. <laughs> with a little dance and romance in between. So I hope you all check it out. Welcome back to yet another stocking stuffer. We are deep. We are snow. Our knees are snow deep in the fake snow that is happening in It's a Wonderful Lifetime, because that's where we are today. The Lifetime Network stepping, no G, an apostrophe, into the holiday. Uh, that is a really awkward phrase to say. And every time I say it out loud, it somehow sounds more awkward. So stepping apostrophe into the holiday uh this is a dance movie of sorts and while there have been many a great solo dancers a movie like this really needs a partner and i <laughs> am overjoyed to have with me today one of our uh our regulars one of our standbys for the cozy cardigan christmas world she is a producer a creator a host a just a very impressive person with a lot of enthusiasm that just always makes me happy. Welcome, everybody. Elizabeth Catherine Gray, the head hauntress herself. Hello. Hello, Emily. It's so good to be back on the show. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be the season without you. But I thought we were friends. What did I do? Made me watch this movie. No, didn't you pick this movie? Didn't I, I like I give did. you like a list of movies? And I yeah. said like, well, I, I don't know I any gave, one of these. Actually, I gave you the list, and then you read yeah. out the list, and then we agreed on this. So yeah, no, I did yeah. this to myself. That's, that's but, right. Don't you but, go you putting know. your shit on me, man? <laughs> Come on. Oh, I mean, heck, I mean, I've I've actually been very lucky because most of the films that we've reviewed together on Cozy Carnival Christmas have actually been at least mm -hmm. watchable. Yes. So this is the first like truly traditional. Christmas movie I've reviewed for you. Yeah, and this one is li so it's Lifetime. This is my first Lifetime of this year that I'm watching. <laughs> and you know, li I usually prefer Life to Lifetime to Hallmark, especially over the last few years, where you know the, the movies can be a little saucier. They can be a little more adult. Uh, their casts are generally a little more interesting. Uh, I think the tide may have flipped this year. <laughs> Um, when you look at Hallmark's output, clearly Hallmark this year made an active decision of, and I know management changed, I think there's a new person in charge at Hallmark, and they actively said, we're going to be more diverse, we're going to have more, we're, we're going to, okay, we're still telling pretty traditional stories, but we may have some gay characters, we may allow for some experimentation in storytelling, and so on, so, um, 
you know, I don't know if Lifetime is probably doing something similar. I, this is, again, the only one that I've watched so far, but this one's pretty typical of Lifetime. Mm-hmm. So before we get into all the things we have to get into, uh, I gave you a list of a few. Um, what about this one seemed like it would be appealing to you? Well, I and you and I both have a mutual love of Broadway. Yes. So, and it did, and the and the plug said former Broadway star. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe there's some good chances for some good production numbers. Uh, I regret my decision, <laughs> uh, but but you know, and, and also you know, I haven't, like I said, I've dodged a bullet on this show. I've been watching actually watchable films like last year's was Bruce Campbell. We did the three prince- mm-hmm. uh, Christmas Prince movies, which are at least are watchable. Yes, yes. And, San- and then I brought you Santa Jaws mm-hmm. that one year. So, you know, got to do one with Mario Lopez. Let's take one for the team and, and do a traditional <laughs> Christmas movie. So here we go. So. Yeah. So the background on this one, uh, it's directed by David Kendall, who has a, has a very long resume, but it's actually not very Christmassy. Most of the stuff he's done is Disney Channel stuff. So I guess he was brought on because the idea of this was that it was going to be more song and dance. And there is a, lot, a fair amount of dance in this one, which I, th- I think keeps it... And again, that might be why for me, I don't think I disliked this as much as you did, partially just because when we never went more than 10 minutes without some form of dance. And I will take that. Uh, It it saved the movie, honestly, the dance numbers. Yes, definitely. Like for me. Mm -hmm. This one is uh, written by Peter and Eliza or Eliza Murrieta. They are a husband and wife team who write together. Uh, Again, a lot of, they did a lot of other things, but the only Christmas movie I think they did was last year's Feliz Navidad and, or Navidad, because dad is all caps. So I guess it was something about a Spanish language Christmas and a dad, but I don't know. I didn't see that one. Uh, and this one, um, it's, uh, not that wide a stretch of a movie, but we still have to talk about the plot and what happens in order to give context. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elizabeth, would you like to go through the plot of this movie for everybody? Of course, my dear. Excellent. Uh, okay. So let's start. Mario Lopez, who's Mm -hmm. in many, many of these movies. Including Holiday in Handcuffs, which is one of, I think, like the most important hallmarks of the genre because i think it was weird enough that it got more people to watch these than and, and i did watch holiday in handcuffs because of you so, <laughs> uh, uh, so i definitely watched. i'm sorry but his his name is oh, well it's all good uh his name is guillermo but he's aka billy holiday yes guillermo um, hernandez but yes, billy holiday is his stage but name. his stage name is and he just recently got fired from uh Dancing from the Stars. No, no, no. Celebrity dance-off. Okay, celebrity dance-off. Same yes. difference. But, Although um, it's announced on Access Hollywood with that name of show. So I'm very confused on what's, what they can say and what they can't say. Yeah, okay. But, uh, you know, and, and he's fired by ex- sassy executive sidekick Mario Cantone, of all people. I forgot about Mario Cantone yeah. in this movie. Um, so he fires him after a breakup with his girlfriend, who's played by his real-life wife, by the I way. I know that. Yes. Um, and uh, so he's fired from his show, which, of course, they say is taking a break. And um, his agent, sassy agent, is Sherry O'Terry, mm-hmm. who really doesn't have much to do other than play with her dog named Shakira. Um, <laughs> and he, so he decides, because he gets a phone call from his mom, to leave the big bad city of Los Angeles, there's a trope there, and go to the small town somewhere in the south and spend the uh, two couple of weeks with his mom and his single mother, 
sister Marissa. So while he's there, he bumps into, he goes to his old dance studio where he learned how to dance growing up and meets the daughter of the, the teacher, I believe, mm-hmm. yep. um, who's played by Jenna Kramer, who, by the way, Jenna Kramer's done a lot of these movies. And she's also done a lot of those Western films where they have the picture of like a horse and a field and then her superimposed in the background of some kind of sunset. Uh, she did a lot of those. I can see that. Movies. She has that kind yeah. of look. Yeah. Yeah. She does a lot of those romance movies. So she's not, not she's a veteran of this genre all the way in Lifetime movies. And um, and she's a dancer herself. And she's now. Is she, she, is she yeah, a dancer? She is. Yeah, okay. She's a dancer. Like um, in real life? She's a real dancer? Yeah, she can dance. Okay. You know, you know as much as Mario Lopez can, right? Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and, okay. And so, okay. So she runs the, the studio now. Um, and they're having a fundraiser recital so they can raise money so they can take the kids to New York City to Broadway so they can get inspired to become Broadway show dancers, which she used to be a Broadway show dancer herself, uh, a girl on the line, as they say. And uh, and uh, so, of course, he decides to help out and they fix up a barn and make it a big deal and show off the town and romance ensues. And there's some drama at the end, but not much. Is and there? Not really. Um, you know, it, it, they say there's drama, but not really. Uh, and um, there's some dancing and some very chaste kissing, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yeah. So uh, the the only thing you missed that I think is something this movie decided to do to make it make it appear as though it might be more interesting the movie opens with a it does the don't breathe thing it opens with a scene from like an hour into it right it opens with mario lopez and jenna kramer dancing together and like they're about to kiss and then she's like and then like clearly there's a disagreement going on and she's like we'll be okay for the show but that's it and then walks away so then it's two weeks earlier so you're like oh there's drama what's gonna happen and what, why did they start that way what, what did they yeah, think they needed I, to do with i believe that? she says we're okay for the show but for us i don't know that's yeah like yeah that's the line i had to watch it twice to get that line out yeah, so, so you're, you're thinking like oh, okay something big's gonna happen nothing big at all happens. Not really. even even the big like okay why are they putting on the show they're putting on the show not because the dance studio is gonna close but because like the kids want to go to broadway and they just need to raise a little more money like that's uh, the stakes are if you can say very low in this movie. Yeah, and and I should also add that Jenna Kramer also has a sister. There's two sister sassy sidekick <laughs> sisters in this one, and she runs the diner called Off Broadway. Off Broadway. Yet she doesn't know anything about Billie Holiday, who happens to be the most famous person to come out of this town. And like, wouldn't Jenna Kramer and Billie Holiday have known each other? Like, if Jenna Kramer grew up dancing at the studio her mother taught at. And, and they're the same age, they're right? The same age. They seem about the same age. I mean, yeah, and granted, so... Mario Lopez has has had some very good work done to where who knows how old he is today. Like, he looks like he's 30. I'm sure he might be in his 70s at this point. So maybe he, it's he, that. He probably has a picture in an attic somewhere that's aging for him. Oh, definitely. I could 100% see that in yeah, this case. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even think I made that note. Uh, I said, uh, <laughs> that is smooth baby, smooth baby skin. Smooth baby skin. Yeah. <laughs> so... So, uh, you know, it, it's watchable. It's yeah. And it's watchable because of the dancing. Because there is some good dancing in this movie. Yeah. No, not enough of it. Not enough of it. I think a lot no. of it, like, you know, there's a lot of just 
kid dancers who are in this movie who at different points they turn the camera on a bunch of like 12 year old boys dancing and they're really good mm-hmm. um i think Mar- um mario cantone i think mario lopez actually shows more dance skill than i knew he had like i i know him i i, I never watched dancing with the stars that's not true i watched the tiny harding season that was it uh-huh. uh, so i know he was on that i know like you know, he's kind of a fixture of things, but I never think of him as an actual dancer. But he equips himself in this movie to where he's very much channeling Gene Kelly. Like, there's one, because there's a little bit of like summer stock going on where they're like, you know, fixing up a barn. And there's a scene that I think was very much uh, modeled after a specific scene in summer stock. And watching this movie, I was like, oh, he, he is a dancer. He can actually, he moves like a dancer. And that was my biggest problem with Janet Kramer is that when, like, when she is dancing, you see it, especially when she's dancing with other people, including Mario Lopez, that she doesn't actually move like a dancer. Like, I- I'm sure she has trained a little bit, but she clearly was not somebody that worked professionally as a dancer, right? Well, um, she got her start as a scream queen in horror movies. Um, and the reason oh, right, why Tom Knight. I, yeah, the reason why I know this is because she was in a movie called Laid to Rest. Um, Laid Shh. to Rest is Chrome Skull, which is. Wait, this, didn't uh, I see Laid to Rest? Didn't we you? Come m- I think you have, and we it's did. a Mar- in, who is she Marcus in Hall. Rest, rest in peace. She was the very beginning. She dies really early uh, in the film. Oh, um, okay, okay. Um, yeah, uh, Marcus Hall, rest God, in peace. I got he it. directed it. Um, who was a mutual friend, and uh, he also. Um, hire Jason and Sarah Trost for that. That was their very first job in film. And I ended up producing Jason Trost's last two movies. Awesome. So, yeah, so I I had a small association there. So, and and, uh, Sean Whalen is also in Laid to Rest and Sean Whalen is a bud. I love him to death. He is like my hero. So, so, but um, let's get back to Jenna Kramer and her lack of dancing. Well, I think (laughs) she is a singer um, based on what, what I saw, at least when I did a little bit of research, she definitely is a singer. And I'm sure, like, a lot of times, you know, she probably grew up in a t- maybe in a town like this where she was taking lessons here and there. But just the difference between, um, like, I don't know, I, I love watching dancers, like, do non-dance things. Like, when you, when you know somebody's a dancer and they're just, like, I don't know, um, grocery shopping. Like, I'm that weird person that's like, ooh, look at the move. Like, they're a dancer, I bet. Because it's just really cool to me that they have this grace about them and they move differently. And she always looks like she is counting her steps. It just, you know, she she knows what she's doing, but there's no, that not that, like, natural movement that I mm-hmm. wanted from the person who is cast as the best dancer in this town. Well, she's also teaching all the kids, right? And the kids are out dancing her in everything, right? Yeah. I, oh, I would so say much. that for sure. Completely, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, this movie hits almost every it really does. and trope. Almost, that, yeah. Almost. And, it, it subverts some of them. I'm going to complain about the montages when we get to that <laughs> point. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, once again, I would only watch this for you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll watch Holly's Holiday again good, over good. this yeah. anytime. Again, uh, like, typically yeah. the percentage of good to bad in these movies is, I don't know, usually like... 80 bad, 20 good, and you can break that up further of like, well, 60, like 50 maybe, completely worthless, 20 watchable, 10 really good, and so on. This one I think is in the like, it's okay. It's it's not anything special, but it didn't, 
I think this one had enough ridiculousness about it and just badness about it. Plus, when in doubt, dancing would happen. That I was, I was okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really what it is. It's okay. It's serviceable. Mm-hmm. Serviceable. Yeah, it's a Gen- movie. It is a Gen- movie. Jenna Kramer is serviceable. The movie is serviceable. Mario Lopez, you know, he's basically paying himself to do a movie. Yes. And let, let's get into it, because I think I would say our nor, our, our lead in need of a lesson. Which in this not- case, it, it's Billy, it's Billie Holiday. It's, he's, he's, the, he's the lead in this one who needs yeah, to, Yeah, it, it's not a female, mm-hmm. lead, but it does still hit the whole, like, you know, corporate yep. got person. Get who your values go, in order. Get, go back to home. And Remember, family about, is important. What was it? Finding your, what was that? Excessive joy? Is that what they... We're saying all through the film, uh, you know, it was some phrase like that that they were always saying in the movie, finding your joy. Yeah. You know, so and so he has to go to the small town and find his joy and learn about reconnecting with his roots. So, okay. Yeah, like, sure. sure. Again, (laughs) something these movies are doing, and now this is the really like the second or third one I've, I've watched this year that's done that same thing where it's like, you need to start at a you need to start at a 12 and get him to a 2 as far as like being the jerk to being the nice guy and this one doesn't he's not a jerk he like he's sad he got fired he comes home and he's fine like i, I wish they made him more of a diva i wish they they did something interesting with him but again it feels like the same thing that happened with Lindsay Lohan where Mario Lopez probably came into this as no i don't want to play a mean guy so he plays it as just kind of a, you know, a guy who got unlucky and who comes home and things work out for him. Like, I, I, he doesn't have much of a journey because they don't want to make him interesting because they're afraid that they're going to make him mean or unlikable in doing that. And, you know, that's the point. But Yeah, he yeah. learns his lesson, I guess. Uh, sure. <laughs> and let, number two, of course, we'll mm-hmm. just go right into it. Um, oh, yeah. I, I did, I sent you a link because I did find out this was shot in uh, Nashville, Nashville. Tennessee. Yep. Which makes Nashville. perfect sense when you look at it. Yeah. Which also, I will give it a pass on the cold person acting when we get to that because mm-hmm. it is okay. Nashville. Yeah. Um, and they never know. say where they are, right? Yeah. They just say it's a small town. And it's... But they, but nobody's bundled up and it's obviously summer or or any of that. They, they, they're playing like it's True. Oh, They're playing like it's Christmas movie. in the South, even though nobody actually has a Southern accent. But yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so number three, the bland love interest. And Oh my uh, God, are they bland? Yeah. I Again, like there's no, I don't, I feel like Jana Kramer. So I've, I, looking at her filmography now, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I did see her in a few things. It took me forever to figure out that I had seen her in anything. Because I'm yeah. looking at her, I'm like, she, I don't know, she's not ringing any bells. I definitely watched Christmas in Mississippi, which she, she is the star in. And I, the fact that I remembered nothing about her, it's just like she's she's of that school of Hallmark actress, where she is attractive, and that's just about it. Like, there's just... I don't know. There, there's no sass. There's no spark. There's no real place for her. And also, it's that like there's no place for her to go in this movie. No, it. it, it I, I actually like. I didn't even realize she was like the, the main actress in the movie until like the scene with her first scene with Mario Lopez, really. Because I mean, she's just 
it, like you could literally take any chick and make this anybody else. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't want to diss on Jenna Kramer because, like I said, she's serviceable in this. But that's all I can give her. I can give her a serviceable, and 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 neither one of them are very interesting. I yeah. mean, and the chemistry is kind okay but you know i think as a working relationship i found them more interesting when they started getting romantic that's I a good really point care yeah like when they're actually so. like doing blocking and decorating and and going over the schedule that like oh yeah that, that they're good partners yeah no they, they should keep a working relationship yeah. for sure there you go so, yeah, so. all right so yeah. you had some issues with montages oh my of which God. there are okay. several i they're short like mm. there's three or four of them, but they're all like like thirty seconds. Like yeah, they are LA mon- The establishing LA shot montage is like boom, boom, LA, yeah. boom. That's it. And then there's and the one. This is where I'm annoyed. We had a perfect opportunity to have fix up the barn, community come together montage, right? Yeah. With the music and they start to do it. it they start the to do it, and they're even playing deck the halls, which is what you're supposed to play when you're doing a kind of decorating or redesign in a movie. Yeah, and and then they pull back from it. And it's I like mean, 10 it seconds. was like yeah, and there and and then there's supposed to be this big recital, and they start to do the montages of, the, of the, oh, and one of my favorite montages in any kind of film like this is the audition. The auditions. Montage. Oh yeah, yeah. I love audition montages. Mm-hmm. Like Glee was one of the reasons why I watched Glee so much is because they did the <laughs> audition montage so well. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and in the pilot too. Yeah, and, and here we get what nothing they just cut they cut away from it and i was like so they denied us there's a little there's dancing uh, i wrote down four dancing ventriloquism stretching juggling dancing so it's there but yeah it could have been like or like waiting for guffman like that's that's what i want out of that you know like the like you have to because everybody is good i think that's the other problem all the people that audition are really talented and there should be like the old man doing a scene from Taxi Driver or something, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I was like, I felt like we were cheated of mm. two possible awesome montages, and it's, it's not like there was any like, like native filler. I get that, but you know, I, I, I wanted more montage. That's I fair. wanted, I wanted the barn had perfect opportunity to do a great friggin mm-hmm. fix up the barn the whole community and then they turn around and all look at the barn finish and then they do the clap we didn't get any of that yeah no you're right right yeah you need the the moment where you know somebody lifts a sheet off of a off of a piece of furniture and it's dusty and they sneeze and then they you know look at the furniture and they realize how dusty it is and then a minute later you then see that they have prettied up that piece of furniture and they go to sit in it and then it breaks like yeah there, there's a way to do this and they did not no, in 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 the barn montage. I mean, and I want to say that barn. They kept calling it decrepit barn, but clearly they were actually still using it. Yeah, like it was. There were cold. animals walking in and out of it, and there and it didn't look that bad. The stage was in perfect shape. Like yeah. like seriously. Well, that's <laughs> the other thing you kept having was interspurts of cows. Right, this movie just came every after every commercial break, they would usually cut to like sheep, cows, farm animals. Yeah, but, lots of chickens. Yeah, lots but and chickens. farming wasn't a part of this movie. Like they didn't go into like, oh, we're a farming, we're an agricultural community. And, you know, everybody here. Oh, it's tough to send your kids to dance school because they have to go, you know, pick the corn in the morning. Like that, that could have been there, but it's just not. 
is also a Christmas tree farm, and there was no Christmas tree shopping. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, denied. Yeah, <laughs> there, there is one more. There is the big like show montage, which I was yeah. getting excited for because it starts and I'm into it. Like, there's the violinist. There's some good dancing, and then all of a sudden, it's like little tiny girls dancing. And everybody's uh-huh. going, ah, and then Aww. somebody's singing. And then I'm like, this, this now this is going on too long. Like, now now they, they don't know how to do the montage correctly. Yeah, no. I, I the, the, This was the Pacing. most poorly executed montages mm. I think I've ever yeah. seen in these no, no, movies. No. Yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> uh, so number five, our dead parents. We uh, got one. We do get, it's weird that we only have one. Yeah, right? but, and they actually don't mention he's dead. They just talk about him in the past. They say, like, I miss dad. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So for all we know, he, you know, went off to war and never came home. Like, we, yeah. we don't know I for mean, sure. Clearly he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we don't know if Marissa's a single mom and she complains about it constantly to the true. film. Uh, but we don't know if she's divorced or her yeah. husband is dead. I was leaning more towards divorce the way oh. she was talking about it. But I it. was hoping dead because she was a firefighter. So it would have been a good like, oh, when your father ran into that fire to save the barn. Or it could have been like the barn caught fire and he died in the barn. Like, again, we're, we're doing that thing. We're, we're writing a better movie here. Yeah. What, yeah. we, I still say that you should write these movies, one of these movies. <laughs> You would be so good at it. Uh, you know, you, can't, can't, uh, once I do it, then how can I ever enjoy one again? You know, like, how could they could be. Well, you know. Like, well, I'll tell you, if I wrote this, her parents would have been dead. I mean, what's, what's the deal? Her mother yeah. was the, the, like, the town dance instructor. She's retired. She's and she's retired dead. and doesn't show up at all in the movie, which is nope. weird. Why not say, yeah, well, I decided to take over after my mom died or my mom got sick. So I had to help her out. And then I decided I really liked it here. But no, it's weird that her mother never shows up in this movie since her sister is such a prominent character. And like they're putting on a giant show in town with all of the kids that have come back that the mother taught. Why wouldn't the mother be there? There's a story there. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. She wouldn't right. come to the recital. It's weird. It's very weird. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to go over in number six. Sassy sidekicks. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. There's so many of them. So I mean, I mean, Mario Cantone's in one scene, but, I mean, the man it wrote sassy yes, sidekick. Yes, very much, like, very like he is he is the ultimate sassy sidekick, and, and he's in it for a scene. Uh, Marissa is the sassy sidekick to the earrings. Yes, thank goodness, because we have not had nearly enough dangly earrings in, in these movies this year. And she tries to wrestle her brother, mm-hmm. and that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, I liked her. I've, I'm not familiar with that actress. I know she's had a pretty big career. Carla Jimenez is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, refreshing to see somebody that doesn't look like everybody else in these movies. Yes, I agree with that. Um, I would love, like, I would totally watch a movie where she's the lead and, like, the same exact thing, only she's the one falling in love. Like, I'm ready for that. I, I think it'd be cool if they do. Uh, you know, uh, and then there's also Janet Kramer's sister. <laughs> I don't even know what her name is. I just wrote I... redheaded sister, uh, Phoebe, <laughs> apparently. I'm looking at the cast list Oh, yeah, now. that's right. Um, oh, my God, this sister was just, every time, like, her scene would come on, my husband would walk in the room, and he, it was just, like, the exact, he's like, how sassy can one be? Because, like, she's a redhead. She doesn't look anything like Janet Kramer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just like she exists only to be there and talk about pie and give that like winking i think he likes you here have a pie like it's yeah. just the epitome of it i was i was very happy to have that yeah so so the, like i said there's a uh, i told you in a note there is a glut of sassy sidekicks yes, yes. in this and it's too bad because you know the sassy sidekicks are much more interesting to watch Definitely. than than our leads which mm-hmm. is often the case but you know it's harder and, when there's so many of them and, and they're pulling back you can see they're pulling yeah. their punches yeah well you know maybe I mean, not marissa but you know right, the yeah. others are now let's let's a sherry o'terry who kind of could go here or she could go in number seven i think she goes here like it also what a weird uh, that there's a story behind that there's like sherry to oterry owed somebody a favor or somebody owed her a little bit of money and they said okay well if you do this you just have to film for like 10 minutes you're in two scenes we'll film them all at once um that is all adr right her her lips are not matching what she is saying at all in her two no. scenes it's weird um though so she, she's never looked hotter like, I, she, looked really she had good some good movie. lighting going on yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, again maybe that was part of the contract on her side she demanded <laughs> i want to act with my dog i want good lighting and i just let me do my own dialogue because yeah. it felt too like she was just making stuff up I, I mean, what? Once again, she's in like two scenes, and you know, and that's it. And then she's gone, and you know, but but she leaves her mark, like Mario Cantone does. Yes, so yes. you know, you got the evil. I mean, but she's not an evil woman. She's seven, not. Right? Like at one point, you could, you could look at her as like, oh, she's gonna ruin the town because she's gonna, you know, turn them into a Hollywood thing, or she's gonna try to bring him back. But no, there's not, no stakes in this movie. So there is yeah, no evil. Yeah, I, I thought that they were setting up where. And this is where I thought the tension mm-hmm. was coming in. Once again, writing a better film, uh, that all of a sudden these vans were going to pull up with all these yeah. cameras and film the recital, and Jenna Kramer was going to get all huffy about it. And, right, and, right. And we didn't get any of that, right? Nope, nope. Because the evil woman, quote unquote, number seven, it's presented as if it's going to be his ex, right? Joanna is the character. And, what is her and, name in real life? I guess that's his. Uh, what is uh, her name? Somebody. She doesn't come up on the first page, so I don't uh, know. Courtney Lopez is her name. Okay. And and once so again, she... she is the real life uh, wife of Mario Lopez. Interesting. So. Yeah, so, uh, you know, yeah, but no, yeah, she shows up, and you're like, oh, my God, there's going to be a love triangle. At least we'll get that. No, 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 that doesn't happen either. We don't even get that cross-talking, accidental, oh, I think they're kissing. Yeah. We don't even get that, right? No, we don't. There's nothing. No stakes whatsoever. Yeah, so, as a matter of fact, she's actually happy for him. Yeah, she's like, oh, he looks really happy. No, I don't think we should bug him. Goodbye. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Uh, now on that note, number eight, slapstick. None. Yeah, I didn't write anything down. None. That's weird. And we had completely opportunity for that. You had the fixing up the barn. Yeah. There's always a good paint spill in a montage. Completely. Like that. We didn't get that. We did. No, there's plenty of dance dancing. injuries. Nobody Come on. Falling on Nobody the pops butt. a knee. Yeah. Nothing. No slapstick. Man. Uh, Man. We do. We do get a dog that eats too much chocolate. But we don't even get yeah, but, no, we don't even get any like poop jokes. You're right. 
I mean, yeah, the, so. again, I watched a movie this year that ended with a post-credit sequence about pooping, and we don't even get a, a dog poop joke here. We just find out he ate a Snickers bar. Yeah, <sighs> no, no, but yeah. you know. Yes, be careful with your dogs. Yeah, don't eat, give them chocolate or onions, ladies and gentlemen. No, yes, very much. Uh, now, number nine, sage old person. We do get one of those. Do we, Mom. though? What does she well, do? What does she do that sage? I mean, she doesn't really give any pearls of wisdom. No. Mom, mom is post. Everyone knows mom. Like mom is like a famous person in the mm-hmm. town. But but no, the only pearls of wisdom come from Jenna Kramer. Yeah, she, she gives some to Mario Lopez about excessive joy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but she's not really a sage old person. No, she just makes cookies. That's all she does. And 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 Chili Rienos. And Chili Rienos. Yes, you're right. You're right. Of course, of course. And then Santa Claus, once again, no real Santa Claus in this movie. No. Oh, but we do get a Santa Claus ornament. Yeah, but we don't get Christmas magic. Like, come on. Give me. No, eh. but, you know, you don't have it this year, but that twinkly uh, Sprinkle fairy sound, effect. sound is in the score. Oh, like, yeah, it's everywhere in this movie. It's excessive, and the first time you hear it is when she pulls out the fairy Santa Claus ornament to put on the tree. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, so I made that note. Got but it. That was, but that's that's as much magic as this movie gets. Yeah, the sprinkle sound effect is one that I took off the list this year because it was like not even a question anymore. It's like, no, 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 they all have it. Moving, moving on. Like it didn't even see, it was a given to me. Yeah, but I think it was a gratuitous use of it. Uh, yeah, very much. Movie. I agreed, agreed. <laughs> well, and this did something interesting too because that moves us into the bonus round. Uh, talking about the music... This is something you, I don't normally see when I watch the opening credits, is that they actually had, like, music uh, uh, music composed and written by, or written and conducted by, like, there was an actual music credit for somebody in the opening credits. So, well, and, and that's, it's 50-50. There is a lot of yeah. public domain. I mean, gratuitous yes. the halls. Gratuitous. Yeah, itself. so much of it. Uh, but, but there is, a, like, some of the dance numbers have original songs, and there's a folk song, too. Mm-hmm. Remember oh, the guy yeah. in the guitar, and, and we do get a little bit of a montage with his song. That's that's right. Yeah, there's a whole, yeah. like, original Christmas song, and yeah. But Interesting. It's not really rememberable at all, uh, no. you know. Yeah. But but on your public domain side, Deck the Halls is used four times. Yeah, and for decorating, so that's always yeah. important. And then Joy to the World is used at least twice, mm-hmm. that I counted. Yep. Um, Carol the Bells and Holy Night were used once each. Yeah. Uh, so. I actually, and I liked um, Carol of the Bells, they did sort of as like an acapella barbershop quartet. Yeah. Which was pretty to me. And I, I Carol, of the, like, I love a good minor key song. Um, I used to always say I was afraid of Carol of the Bells. Like that, that when I hear that music, especially if it's children singing, I always picture them running after me with ice picks ready to kill me oh, oh well yeah it leads into horror absolutely yeah, it's, it's very haunting horror, and when it's used but but it's beautiful and i was like okay the music was decent for some of that uh well, oh yeah the, and then the fireman the fireman was singing oh, oh, oh holy night yeah and he sang deck the halls earlier yes, when he was yes, painting yes, yes. on the barn so and he had a serviceable voice oh he did yeah, yeah yeah so you know uh you know i will say for you know they did highlight some older talented people sure. in the in 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 the montages and i i appreciate that mm-hmm. that not everyone was young cloying dancing kids or were the singers were all older people and more mature and that mm-hmm. was nice so yeah. you know we got that going on for it i guess I'm trying. I'm reading. Here. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, secret family recipe. There's two. There's two. Yes. There's uh, two. But we we don't find out the recipe. We just find out that they exist. No. There's a special cinnamon cookie mm-hmm. and chili rellenos by mom. Yes. Which, but which... we don't. 
We don't know what's in them. No, we see them and they, they look very pretty. I like a good chili. Rano. I don't know. That's the I love chili rellenos. Those were kind of terrifying looking. I don't know what they were. <laughs> Those were not any recognizable chili rellenos I've I've seen in a movie. They mm-hmm. had kind of colorful sprinkles on them. <laughs> they were uh, they were very cinematic. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't actually eat them. Of course, you know? they don't. of course, and they there's don't. and there's also a lot of pie. There's you're right. You're right. There's a lot of men. We don't really see the pie. No, the they talk about the pies, but yeah. the off-Broadway diner is clearly it's known for its, for its pies. pies. And she steals pies from her sister quite consistently, um, you know, and then they poke around with some, but, you know, but we, you know, those weren't necessarily a special recipe pie. They were diner mm-hmm. pies. Yes. But I, I want to say a good diner pie, as you know, because you're, you're a New Yorker, mm-hmm. can be a beautiful thing. Very true. Very true. Yeah, so. Let's see. Now, number three is our small business in danger. Whoa, off Broadway like, seems to be bumping opportunity. Yeah, well, and yeah. the studio, like, why, why not have the instead of oh, we want to, these poor kids really want to take a trip to New York, or these poor kids really want to keep having dance lessons, right? Like, it's such a more powerful story if they're about to close. And, and the other thing is, is that if this. This uh, obviously is a centerpiece of the town, right? This dance studio. It would be a lot more famous than it is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially if it's producing Broadway show dancers. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, th- there's a story there that they, once again, completely mm-hmm. miss. I mean, there is just no tension whatsoever. No. And the de- even the decrepit barn wasn't decrepit. No. Uh, so, you know, yeah. eh. I know. Oh, well. Eh. Oh, well. All right. Well, the product placement. Um, I kind of have two unofficial ones on here. I don't know if you uh-huh. have any. I didn't really have any. All right. So I mean, other than there was so many commercials because this movie is maybe forty minutes well, long, and so many commercials, and also now something that happens when you watch any of these movies on their cable network, and this is true of anything you watch on cable. Often in the corner of the screen, there's a giant logo for the network. Uh, in this case, like there's a scene, I think it's very early, I think it's like in the opening, where one character is texting another character, and so it's doing that thing where the text is being read out on the screen, only where it is placed on my television screen, the big Lifetime ornament logo was on top of it, so I couldn't read half of that text message. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because, yeah, that's right, because... Across the bottom, consistently, there was ads for what seemed like better movies. <laughs> like like the, the Kelsey Grammer movie that they kept advertising, which was the movie that was next on mm. the on – the, looked actually like a better film. <laughs> and, it, and it had Santa Claus in it. Oh, right, right. this one did not. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, I, I was like, why aren't I watching the Kelsey Grammer movie? At least it has jokes. You know? <laughs> so, but uh, – you know, I, I, but boy, I, I was mentioning this earlier. I, 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 I DVR'd it, so I had the commercials with it, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't fast forward through the commercials. And it seemed like there were more commercials than movie. Yeah. So, ugh. anyway, yeah. yeah. And the other uh, thing that's kind of in there is that Access Hollywood, I guess. Which so I did Mario Lopez host? Does he host or did he used to host Access Hollywood? Um, I don't he watch Access right? Hollywood, but you know, there's a joke at one point of how like 
Oh, you you could host that show. Let me see. Access. Oh, well, no. Maybe he doesn't. It it I don't know, but it was like they actually used the name Access Hollywood. They didn't do celebrity dance off the way instead of Dancing with the Stars. So I don't know if the woman who was hosting it is the real host. I have no idea, but I'll just assume. Sure, why not? I actually think she is. I recognized okay. her, uh, but I don't really watch Access mm-hmm. Hollywood. I used to watch Entertainment Tonight, like, religiously, <laughs> uh, but not Access Hollywood, so. So now number five. Oh, God, yeah. Number five, for those of you who don't remember, is The Cloying Child. Junior. Oh, my God, this kid. Oh, my God. This kid. Okay, okay, first of all, I have some issues with his name. Um, his name is Junior. He's Marissa's son. He's Mario Lopez's nephew, or his tío, uh-huh. as he mentions. Um, okay, so his name is Junior, but it's a single mother. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, but remember when um, when what's his name Billy Crudup left uh, uh, Mary Louise Parker right when she was about to have his baby? Uh, he left her for Claire Danes, and she still named her baby William. Maybe some people do that. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't either, but... I I don't know, but uh, he's a TikTok star, bad dancer. The worst thing he does is get a D on his geography test. And and then the entire movie, he's like, I don't need geography. I'm going to be famous. I don't need to do anything, because when I'm famous, people do things for me. I don't need to know how to tie my shoes. When I'm famous, people will will tie my shoes. This kid, I hated him so much. I hated him so much. (laughs) And, you know, if they took those lines and gave them to Mario Lopez, it would have actually worked better. Yeah. If they had him be that Hollywood boy who came home and forgot how to tie his shoes because he hasn't had to tie his shoes in, in 10 years, then it would have made sense. But instead, they make him, Mario Lopez is this perfect guy who Hollywood didn't change him at all. But here's his nephew who's hell and a demon child I, I i hated him i hated him so much and within like 10 minutes because as soon as he shows up the first thing he does he's like hey teacher i just put her dance on tiktok so smash that like button and i pause it and i look at my husband and i say i hate this child i hope he's in the entire movie <laughs> he is he is and he's, he's in so much of it and he's the only one that has any drama because he yeah. might not be able to dance in the recital. I wanted him to dance. fail that geography retest so bad. Oh my god! I really wanted the, the big drama to be he took the test again and he got a D, and now he can't dance. And then the movie just ends. I and and it ends <laughs> on him crying. I wanted that for me. I didn't get it. I'm a little disappointed. <sighs> uh, now, in, in in fact, he actually becomes actually internet famous by the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Oh yeah, so yeah, great, he gets, great. He, he gets happy endings for everybody. Yeah, fantastic. Oh great. And again, yeah. the kid. Look, the kid himself. I, I don't know. He, he he's a he's a young child actor. He he's a dancer. I wish him a happy career. But but Junior, the character of Junior, I wish a painful, painful, fiery death. <laughs> in the barn. In the bar. Oh, yeah. That would be oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. And the, the oh, firefighters can't get in um, because they didn't, like, when they redesigned it and stuff, they didn't get any approvals or do anything to code. So there's only one exit, and the exit gets blocked. Uh, yeah. And, 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 he, and he can't. He doesn't make it. That's no, that, that That would be a much better and a fiery ending to this movie, mm-hmm. and everyone burns during the recital. Yeah. That would be awesome. But then again, I'm a horror geek, so, I know, you know, I, that's. People. I, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> 
Okay. Ratings, man. <laughs> All right, on to happier notes. Number six, our character with a holiday-themed name. Well, I mean, our lead's Billy our Holiday. Our Billy Holiday. What more can you ask for? But there is a couple of Billy Holiday, the singer jokes at him a couple of yes. times. Mario Cantone makes one at him, mm-hmm. and Sherry O'Terry makes one at him. Again, I'm pretty sure both of those were the actors writing those jokes. Yeah, I'm sure they were. So, okay. So, yeah, but that's really the only person that has a holiday name. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't see anybody else. Yeah. And even the no. town name. I wrote down Garnett. Yes. Okay. But like they say it once, and that's it. And yeah. But again, it's just odd. Uh, okay. So number seven, finding the perfect tree. They talk about it. They never do it. Exactly. Because I wrote down there's a Hernandez family tree, but I don't remember anything else about that. Oh yeah. No, that's right. They the the father, the dead parent. Dead dad. Pants. Uh, saved the fire from a tree. I do remember this plot point. Oh, right, right. And he saved the sapling from a fire and he planted yeah. it in the park. And that's the moment that they kiss for the first time. Okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, that's, that's so nice. that is actually a valid Christmas trope. Yes. I give it that. But the perfect tree, they talk about looking for the perfect tree at the tree at the perfect tree farm, at the barn, but they never actually show us them buying a tree. Mm, right, right. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, well, number eight, uh, ridiculously elaborate holiday cocktails or beverages. Let's say beverages, because boy, do we get them in this one. And it, and it combines with a nine, which is oh, one of my yes, favorite does. Okay, so uh, the Off-Broadway makes a special mint coffee. Winter mint choco fantasia is what I Yeah, that's right. Good job. Yeah. I, they, they say it three times, so that's how I was able to get it. <laughs> so, and, and so uh, it's Jenna Kramer's favorite holiday drink and the, bar, the Off-Broadway makes them specifically for her and they said the only reason why they make them is because she wants them right now it looks like a milkshake with um whipped cream that doesn't move and like peppermint uh candy cane on top right and and, like there's like 12 things sticking out of it i would totally drink i would have a sip of it then say okay no that's enough for me see i i'm a coffee crazy person so i would definitely i don't like sweet in my coffee um i like spiking my stuff with kalua oh so uh but you know so if it had something like that in mm-hmm. it, I'd be down for it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't do the frappuccino thing at Starbucks or anything. Yeah, I, I can't so. handle like the heavy milk. Like it just it. I think I can, and every time I've tried to have a drink like that in the past like fifteen years, I end up just having a very bad tummy ache the next day. So I, I've <laughs> given up on that. Yeah, no. Okay. And then, of course, we'll go right into oh, the empty coffee cup acting because there's no <sighs> empty coffee cups. But clearly, those Fantasia drinks are props. <laughs> Because the, the whipped cream, we see them three separate times in the movie. The whipped cream never melts. <laughs> and every time they take a sip, you hear this little tink. And then they put it back down. So clearly it's hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but gloriously bad. And yeah. you can tell that they, they, they're trying. I'll give them E for effort on this. They're trying not to make, you know, it's not like. The, the movie, we, the last movie we did with uh, One December Night, where the chick was carrying two on top of each other. And no, they actually are try- trying to make them look like they have some weight. But yeah, true, no, true. No. no. Um, <laughs> the, there's a few more, too, even aside from the winter mint Fantasia spectacular. Uh, the sister at one point is drinking like a mug of coffee and <laughs> she's holding it with two hands. 
And you can tell she's doing it that way, like, as if to really, like, remember that you're holding coffee. Remember that this is supposed to be a drink I... that you were drinking and there's coffee inside of it. And there yeah. is not. It was very clearly not. Yeah, no. And we get a lot of really bad eating acting. Oh, yes, we do. Number 10. Okay. Oh, my God. There is so much bad eating yes. acting. And this, that's actually the bet. my favorite part of the movie is watching the, these people eat. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're just... I, I, it's epic. It, it, and that's, again, like to me, like that's one of the things that's become the joy of watching these movies where even if like it, it, it's not, again, these are not movies that I would just like sit down and turn on and watch for fun. But when I have those things to look for, it becomes really fun. When I am just waiting for food in a scene, because it will allow me to see what an actor is going to do. Are they going to just keep picking up a fork and putting it to their mouth and then putting it down and talking? Are they going to just move something around their plate the entire time? Are they going to take a bite and then hope that the camera cuts away so they can spit it out, but then cut back to them pretending to chew? All of those things, they have to do all of them. And it always looks terrible and it's so entertaining. And, and there's a huge dinner scene where we get yeah. like the entire cast pretty much doing yep, it yep. at once. Mm-hmm. So so that that was a redeeming quality of the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's And there's quite a few of holding beverages and never taking a sip of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, because, you know, it's so cold in Tennessee, I guess, that they have to keep their hands warm. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. So. Uh, so number 11, obviously we don't have Canadianisms. Um, nope. But going into 12, warm weather watch. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. Like, they don't, they kind of don't pretend it's cold. But doesn't it CGI snow at one point? It does. When yes. they kiss for the first time, uh-huh. it snows. Yes. While everybody's wearing like short sleeves and, you know. Yeah. That, 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 that may be the only Christmas magic in the movie is that tree. Mm, okay. So, yeah. and, and also going back to trees, there is a lot of tree decorating in this movie. Like Jenna Kramer is standing in front of three separate trees in this movie, like randomly putting like one bulb on, on a tree. Right. You're right. So, but uh, no, that, I, like I said, I kind of give it a pass because uh, clear the shot in Tennessee, and they're not really. And I also looked at Jenna Kramer's um, IMDb page, and she tends to shoot a lot of these Christmas movies in the South. She shot one in Louisiana, shot one yep. in Mississippi, and then we know that. It, and I'm down here right now in Christmas season in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's you know it was seven today yeah so you know so i'm gonna give them and this one i will give them the rare pass unlike one night in december where they're all wearing (laughs) no gloves and going ice fishing (laughs) like astrana kramer she's not southern she's from detroit um but she's definitely made a career out of south a little bit she has like a minor she has i guess she released a couple of different country songs um she was on friday night lights like she definitely has sort of taken up a little bit of the south uh but she you know doesn't feel south in a movie that could have had that going for it i don't know they didn't lead into it no and they could have and yeah that, yeah. once again we could have wrote a way better movie than what we were watching yeah or, or cast a better one i guess uh, i wouldn't i could i would even say with the cast we might even be able to do a better True. film yes yes if you kind of so. honed into what made them made them work and it'd be interesting yeah well so, oh well yeah i mean that, that's I, a movie it was a movie it did indeed uh so i think i know your feelings on it do you reckon <laughs> is there anybody that you recommend it to do you think if there's any reason for somebody to watch this uh 
I know there's a huge fan base for these films. And if you want comfort food mm-hmm. where you're not like trying, like if you have to like decorate a tree or you're doing your dishes or vacuuming your floors, that f- this is the kind of film you'd put in the background because yeah. you're not going to miss any of the plot. No, there, there's uh, no conflict. So, none. So, so, you know, so I would say that for, for that, maybe. But... Yeah, I think if you're real, because again, some people watch these movies for this reason. If you really want a no conflict movie, right, this is one to watch because it there is no stakes. There is no real concern that there's going to be a misunderstanding or a character is going to make the wrong decision. Like, n- no, there's, there's nowhere to go here. So if that's one of the things that you like about these movies, then by all means, this one's that. Uh, and again, like even having said that, this to me is still a little more interesting than some of the other movies at this level just because of the dancing. The dancing at times is very good. And it's not misogynistic. No, no. And and so I, I'll give it that because yeah. a lot of these movies can be uber, uber misogynistic. Yeah. And it's not really that. Yeah, so, this is not know. trying to put anybody in their place. Um, as much as I don't think Jana Kramer's character is interesting, she has like a, a good moment where she basically says, like, Here, here's my life story. I was a dancer. I thought I wanted to be a professional dancer. I was on Broadway, I got uh, cast, I was traveling, I was the head dancer of Katy Perry, and I realized I don't like traveling, I want a home, I, I wanted to come home and be in one place the rest of my life, and the movie never judges her for that, the movie never has a character say like, oh, but you could have done this, like, no, this was what she realized she liked and what she wanted to do with her life. And yeah, we could have had that tension, though. I mean, they start to. Yes. She thinks he's going to leave. She's going to he's going to go back to L.A. But, you know, Sherry O'Terry is giving him a green light to do a talent show at local small towns. So if they're going to do that together, that means she's back on the road. So right. that's a whole different sequel that could actually have some tension. But no. would we really want that sequel? No. I'm good, no. <laughs> no. All right. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, Mario Lopez, do another one of these next year. Do another dancing one. I might just watch it. I was surprised yeah. that I kind of liked him in this. Well, it's so funny because my boyfriend's like, is it starring? He's like, is it is it uh, Patrick Muldoon or Mario Lopez? He just has to say it out. And I go, oh, it's Mario yep. Lopez. So, you know, uh, so, you know, it. He, and he you know, belongs in these movies like he he is one of those actors that i think it's it's funny my dad always liked him because i think my dad was like i don't know he can sing and dance that's cool for an actor these days mm-hmm. the thing about mario lopez that i will give him and i know he's also said some very terrible things i don't know if he's ever taken them back but he at one point just kind of seemed to not understand a lot of the world and spoke out about it which is very unfortunate um but separating that part and just looking at him as a performer and in terms of his career, he cle- he has never tried to go um, outside of his of what he sh- he should and can do. Like I'm sure there's some drama in his filmography, but he's never been the guy to be like, no, I'm going to win an Oscar. He seems to understand exactly who he appeals to, and he finds a lot of ways to play in that space. So this type of movie makes sense for him. Um, I think he's very, like, he actually has the right presence for this type of movie. 
Yeah, you know, like I said, this is a serviceable movie. Yeah. That's as that's as much as I'm gonna give it. Fair. Uh, I'm not even gonna give it a grade. I'm just gonna go. Eh, it's a film. That's a movie. It's, it's a movie. A, it's a will... you know maybe I don't know half a winter frappa kappa candy cana lena whatever you I, call those. I, I still would give the drink a shot. That's like the only thing. But I would I'd be able to act way better with the coffee obviously, cup. Obviously, obviously. I mean. But anyway, so that's 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 this movie. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, maybe maybe I'll watch a better one this year. I mean, there's actually a couple of big films like I don't know, Spirited. Everyone's saying that one's good, so maybe I'll give that one a go. Um, that's the the I forget oh, who's the Apple TV it. Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, okay. I I don't have Apple TV, so I you know, so Hey, the, the beauty of, of the particular moment of time that we live in now is that from November, I'm sorry, no, from October to December 25th, there will be an endless assortment of new Christmas movies for you to try. Oh, yeah. The odds oh. are good that, you know, one of them is, is going to be of merit for you. So I'm rooting for you. I think I think you can do it, considering there are I think it's over 140 new Christmas movies made for TV this year. Oh, somewhere and I, I'm, gonna, I'm totally going to go see the Violent Night movie with David Harbour. There you go. Again. There you go. See. So you know, plenty of Santas. Pastures. I'm all about that. So right. uh, you know. All right. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Emily. It is. Now tell everybody uh, where else they can find you. Uh, my own show. It's called Archivist Bets on Sexy Witches. You can find it on Twitter and on Facebook if Twitter's still around at the at the Sexy Witches. Uh, and uh, our next show, if the, I don't know if this is going to air before then, but it will be December seventh, so a week from Wednesday. Uh, and we have Steve Barton, the executive producer of Terrifier Two, the Cinderella cool. movie of 2022. <laughs> we had a great season on Archivist Bets on Sexy Witches this year. I had Dean Bahar on the show. Uh, we had a bunch of indie directors, awesome. including the director of Slapface, the hit on Shudder. I mean, I, I had a great season this year, and we're going to end on a huge note because Steve Barton and I go way back, and it's really neat to see my friends. Like I said, I'm kind of like rooting them on from making crowdfunding a film and getting $10 million. I mean, it, it, it does happen to people. It does happen. <laughs> so, so come and listen to it. And we're also going to recap uh, everything that happened in 2022, good and bad. Um, so we're going to lead off with the death of Kevin Conroy also oh. on that show. So yeah. come and listen. Highs and lows of the year, to be sure. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, it was a pleasure having you. Everybody go find Elizabeth and dance if you want to or find a better movie about christmas dancing yes but happy holidays nonetheless yay okay guys today we're gonna dance like one of my favorite christmas treats a gingerbread man but first we gotta transform into one are you ready here we go Start with the cookie dough And cut out the shape Bake it in the oven Now it's time to decorate Icing all around Candy up and down Arms out, legs out like a star Let's dance around 
dance. Do the gingerbread cookie dance. Do the gingerbread cookie dance.